I'm a true to green. You might know me from things like Rebellion Festival, San Quentin Prison, and Mamba. Welcome back to the Intruder Green Podcast. Before I go on, uh, I really want to give a, a shout out to the patrons, the patrons of Patreon, uh, for supporting me over this uh, long ass I break. It was kind of uh, unexpected uh, because you guys, you know, I was really worried that uh, by falling so far behind, you I might lose some people. But you guys all hung in there, and I really appreciate it. I uh, don't think we lost anybody, and uh, you, you guys are still putting forward your efforts to uh, help on this thing and uh, hopefully grow it as much as possible. Um, and I will say we, we, we did some interesting things on the tour that you're going you're gonna to hear coming up. But uh, i got to give a shout-out to Luke Ellis, Elizabeth Bernards, Hedda Royston, John Nicholas, James Michael, Lamar Irvin, Edward, D- Donald Calvin, McGolder uh, Lord. Yeah, McGolder Lord. Vaughn Cotton, Chelsea McNally, and Carlos Hernandez. Thank you guys so much for uh, sticking in there. And I uh, promise uh, we got more coming. Uh, want to, uh, yeah, if you want to become a patron on the Patreon, you can uh, hit me up at patreon.com slash intrudergreen. I really appreciate everything everybody does for me there. And, uh, man, what a tour we were just on. We're going to get, get into more of that in the, in the upcoming episodes because I teamed up with Matthew Hendershot from, uh, I'll Take a Shot at That podcast, which, uh, I think we'll probably just be basically be sharing uh sharing duties on these podcasts for a while now uh we're doing like some crossover stuff and it allowed us to uh basically you know i'm not the best with the uh audio equipment he is and the idea is that uh if we could team up i can uh you know use my uh personality prowess and all that stuff to uh find some cool people to talk to and uh when, especially when we're on tour, we talk to some real cool dudes and dudettes and whatnot i don't know if there's pc to say do that no more but i just said it so i hope it didn't mean to not be pc but uh yeah you know it, it was a real good time and we we did a lot of good stuff and i can't wait for you guys to hear it i promise that uh now that we're back uh, I'm going to start coming out with episodes more often. And I don't just mean more often than since the break. I mean more often in general. Uh, I can't necessarily say that's going to happen every week, but I'm going to try to do an episode every week from now on. It might just be me. It might just be ranting, me ranting and raving. And, uh, you know, because I can't get a guest every time. But I'm going to try to get as many guests as I can. And in the meantime, I'll, I'll try to think of some interesting things to talk about. We might shorten it up a little. Because my whole thing is, you know, I try to make this so it doesn't take like a whole hour or more than an hour at least. Because uh, I think that's a little too long. And I don't want to bore you guys. So maybe we'll be aiming for like the half hour for every week. Yeah, I think that could be nice and uh, more precise for what people want to listen to. I know that when some of these podcasts I listen to go too long, I'm just like, it doesn't even matter how uh, you know cool the person hosting is. I'm just like, at a certain point, I kind of tune out, and I want it to be more like, uh, you know, quality, quality over quantity. Yeah. So uh, anyway, um, if you want to call in, we still got the call in line. It's 608-535-9608. 
Uh, you can hit me up, of course, on all the socials. And I'll need your help even more for this stuff, guys, because, uh, you know, if I'm going to be making these episodes on my own, i, I got to have something to talk about. So maybe throw me a bone here and uh, bring up a topic for me to talk about, and I will rant and rave about it for like a whole half hour, you know, maybe. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> maybe it's a terrible idea and you guys will hate it, and I'll be like, oh, shit, I shot myself with a foot here. But uh, anyway... Uh, yeah, we did this interview with, uh, Amy Gabba and she, she's, uh, you know, as you find out in the interview, if you don't know who she is, she, we've met her a bunch of times while, when she was on stage with us singing Heart Shaped Guitar, uh, for Mass Intruder, and, uh, she's just become a good friend and she's doing her own music. Well, she's been doing her own music for a long time, but now she's got her own, like, uh, I, I think kind of a more... I don't want to say more serious, but like it's a, it's a solo project instead of uh, doing her cover band stuff. So it's really interesting. We talked about that and uh, how she's donating some of her uh, album sales to a good cause. So uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. And like I said, we got more more coming up. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Hopefully, we'll be cranking these out every week. And I appreciate, again, everybody in the Patreon, even the ones that are on uh, lower tiers that I don't mention on the show, uh, for, for really helping out so much. And, uh, yeah, without further ado, on with the show. Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from... Intruder Green. An inmate at the Neural Correctional Institution. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1. Gentlemen, Amy Gabba on the True to Green podcast. Hi. All right. Yeah. How you doing, Amy? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing good. I yeah. I can see you're doing good. Um, we're we're, we're doing this uh, picture in picture video like super technology thing here with the Facebook right now. It's a good way to communicate, and mm-hmm. uh, I've seen you all over the social medias blowing up with this uh, this new music. Is it a new music project? Oh, you've been yeah. on it for a while now. Yeah, no, it's it's a new music project. I mean, we've been working on it for a little while, but uh, it uh, I haven't really put out a ska or punk record. I used to do a little bit more rock and roll, so this is my first. Yeah. Uh, this is my first ska pop punk kind of adventure, and it's been really fun. So. Oh, so it's ska because I yeah. heard the one song. Mm-hmm. You heard that Revolution, was definitely right? Very, like pop rock, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, right. so the rest of it's it's pretty pop punk with little you know ska undertones. I mean, the guys from Real Big Fish played on it, so I think that's unavoidable as oh, well nice. to have that kind yeah, of feel. Yeah, I saw you. I saw that you had uh, Dave Irish in the studio. Yeah, from your Instagrams or whatever, and uh, yeah, he's a real good guy. We, we we toured a bunch with him. I didn't know it was all the Real Big Fish guys though. No, 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 that's it wasn't. Cool. It, it was uh, it's Aaron. Just Barrett. some of them though. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, yeah. So it's Aaron, and then Ryland Steen, who was one of the original drummers. Like he was a drummer for Real Big Fish, oh. I think, for ten years, and he's with America now. So it's those two guys, okay. plus Dave Irish, who's obviously you know affiliated with the Interrupters. Yep. But uh, I mean, he's and recorded. he's a great he's a great uh, technician. Oh, he's amazing, and he's Producer. done all all of Real Big Fish's yeah. records, I think, too. So. Oh really? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, we love. Yeah, Dave, well, I gotta Dave say, Ryan. yeah, it sounds great. Oh, Everything good, about it is great. I really like it. Awesome. Good job. Thank you. Mm-hmm. No, that's fucking rad. And, I'm uh, like, yeah. <laughs> so, and you got the you got the new album coming out. Like you're doing a full length, right? Yeah, or we're doing a done? full length. Yeah. Well, no, it's not done yet. So we're finishing that at the oh, end okay. of this year. If the interrupters ever stop touring consistently, I think they're on tour for like four or five yeah. straight months right now. Yeah. So, how about those guys? Oh God, we were like I love lucky those guys. to tag along for a little bit, but they just don't stop. They don't stop. No, it's crazy. So um, I think Can't they're on stop, the road. Stop. Well, and that's why they're doing so well. They just like their work ethic and their determination is incredible. That's I don't right. know if I have it in me to go that long. I'd probably die, but. Uh, they're <laughs> machines. So, and I think they're on tour till like October, maybe longer. And then as soon as that's done, then I'm going to fly out to Orange County and finish the album. So then we'll have a full length for you. Excellent. Yeah. Everything's Man, all written so and good to like go. So that's like a year in the making, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Cause we started it all last right. Christmas. That was when we did it. We, uh, we kind of laid down oh, most wow. of it in like three days. So it was a, it was a hustle. Because uh, when the boys yeah. are, are busy, and I mean, Ryland and Aaron are on tour all the time, too. So when you're working with guys like that, and then Mikey yeah. Hashi, the bass player, who's one of the best bass players I've ever worked with in my life. He's, uh, he does oh, work yeah. with Cirque du Soleil and, and you know, like the, oh, he's wow. on the cruise ships and stuff, but he's he must be incredible. Good. Oh, he's so good. He's so good. I like, I love those dirty bass lines he throws does down he like, in the studio. Do, do, do like the, the, the spinning dances in the air while he's playing bass? That's what they do in Cirque du Soleil, <laughs> right? I don't think he does that. I think he actually gets to sit like in the orchestra section, but you know, wow. I'm, I'm sure he could. He plays in a U2 cover band that does really, really well, actually, like L.A. Vation, I believe. And uh, okay. he parties pretty hard on stage when he plays with them. So <laughs> L.A. Vation. L.A. Vation. That sounds very uh, <laughs> late 80s, early 90s. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I have Excellent. to go see them live. I've checked out their stuff, but they're 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 pretty good. They're they're doing a, they're doing good shit out there. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, so you're based out of Toronto. I am. For anyone Tirana. who doesn't know that. Tirana. <laughs> Tirana. <All right>. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good to me. East Coast. Wait, I think that's the first Toronto, time I'm East Coast, technically? Yeah. Yeah, it's East Coast. The first time. Well, that's something I we need to get into. How many times have you sang with us? At least twice, right? I think it's three or four. It might have been four. Yeah. I want to say it's probably more like that tote. Yeah. You don't even remember. I know. Well, it was the, the Fat Rack 20th anniversary show was the first time uh, in mm-hmm. Toronto. And then the next time was twice on Warp Tour, I believe. I think Buffalo and Detroit Warp Tour in 2016. And then oh, yeah. and then London just recently when you guys were here with the Interrupters for uh, Fight the Good Fight. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's right. four times now. All my yeah, harassing you great. guys has paid off, right? What's that? I said all my harassing all you guys All your harassing off, us. But... Yeah. That's right. <laughs> now you can harass That's the joke us anytime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's 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 a nice thing because you never know what's going to happen when we do uh, Hot Shape Guitar. For anybody listening, uh, you know, one of the things we do during a set is uh, we'll, we'll have like somebody come up and, you know, sing the, the, uh, 
girl know, part. The duet part, the yeah. other part. Yeah, I guess you could call it the girl part. Uh, for uh, Hashi Kita. And, uh, you know, sometimes people are good at it and sometimes they fuck us up. Uh, but Amy's always nailed it and it's fucking great. <laughs> so we appreciate you, uh, you know, always representing uh, whether it's London or Toronto or wherever, you know, that part of Canada. Yeah. No, that's it's always it's fun good. for me too. Plus, you and I always get to have a dance party, and you know, Brad yeah, usually picks me true. up at some point. So you yeah, know, we like to get crazy. It's always a party on stage, right? It's a party on stage. It's a party in the crowd. Mm-hmm. You got a party, you know? Oh yeah, like and everyone performer, knows the you words. Understand. It's great. That's right. Yeah, and the I crowd think that's what, what. Yes, and I think that's what's helpful is that you are a performer, so you understand like. You can't just get up there and like half-ass it, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's go hard or go that, home. That's right. So, uh, yeah. Um, what are you, are you playing shows with the new project or is it just a recording thing at this point? Yeah, no, we're doing shows. We, um, we're in the midst of kind of setting all that up right now. But our big EP release party is uh, September 27th in Toronto at this uh, this bar called Jasper Dandy. I love the names, just so funny to me. But um, yeah, I actually gr- I actually grew up near Jasper, Alberta, so that's kind of the funny part about it. It kind of has right. a little bit of back home feel, but it's a really neat uh, venue. We're really excited about it, and I mean Darren Pfeiffer from Goldfinger's flying out to play drums. And oh then, wow, uh, that's awesome! Yeah, he's a good buddy of mine, and he's been really supportive. Like you know, from the beginning, I've known the guy for probably eight years, and I don't even think I would have met the Interrupters if it wasn't for him because I think he took me to a show in L.A. New Year's Eve, like years and years ago, before anyone really knew who they were. And that was kind of when we hung out and, and became friends. So um, yeah. it's just funny how that six degrees of separation helps everything happen. And um, so he's a good buddy. Yeah, he's flying right. out. Yeah. And then and then the guys from I Mother Earth, Chuck and Jesse are playing with us and and Dave from The Salad. So I'm working, get to work with these guys <laughs> that I grew up idolizing for forever. And now they're playing in a band with me. So that's the EP release. And then we're going to do a little California tour um, and fly down there and play some shows uh, with Half Past Two Ska. I don't know if you're familiar with them, but they are, you know, kind of affiliated with uh, Real Big Fish as well. Because I think Aaron actually, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, might have discovered them and, and produced their first hmm. record with Dave. So everyone's all connected a little bit there. So we're, we're planning tours. We're planning shows. Um, we just haven't announced anything further other than the EP release party right now. Very possible. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's great. Um, you got like, yeah, you got some very talented musicians there. I know, uh, you know, Dangerous Darren is the, yeah. <laughs> yep. I would say as the kids like to call him, but it's more like the old folks like me call him that nowadays. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's a real good drummer. I always thought like one of, he was one of the best, like those doing like punk rock or ska back in yeah. the you know, starting from the 90s and everything. Obviously, he's still playing now. I know we met him when he was doing, uh, what is it called? Uh, All-Star Punk Rock Karaoke. Punk Rock Karaoke, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. real cool. We got to play, that play. Uh, I got to sing uh, Just a Girl by No Doubt with them. Oh, that's awesome. And it was a real good, fu- <laughs> it was a real good time, yeah. Yeah, I just um, saw them in Vegas, actually, and I, th- I did Cherry Bomb with them at Punk Rock Bowling. And it was really neat because almost oh, yeah, everyone cool. who was singing at Punk Rock Bowling was in a band, right? So it was like the guys from the Dead Kennedys and, and you know, all these other artists oh, were wow. getting up. And you're like, oh, it's that guy, it's that guy, or that chick. And, yeah, and it, like, was, really it was a is. really rad show. Wow. 
Yeah, that's yeah. like uh, them really living up to their name, you know? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, so I got to get a little bit into your background, if you don't mind. Okay. Yeah, get into like, my background. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, how the hell you're in Toronto. Yeah. But you're, like, making friends with all these dudes who are, like, in bands from L.A. and stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess Dangerous Darren's from Canada. Well, well he's like, from Buffalo, and oh, yeah. he actually moved to L.A., uh, and then him and Feldman, and, uh, like, they started Goldfinger. But he actually moved to Buffalo with Pat from Weezer. I don't know if a lot of people know that. Holy I think they were roommates at one point. Yeah, so they both left Buffalo, and they're like, we're going to start bands, and, and moved out to, to L.A., and... And Pat found Weezer and Darren found Goldfinger. And uh, and then at some point, Darren moved to Toronto um, when I, I believe he married his first wife because she was Canadian or is Canadian. And that's how he ended up in Toronto. And yeah. uh, and through my friend Mikey is actually how I met Darren because they had this band called the Dukies, which is a Green Day cover band. And <laughs> they used to ask me to come up and sing because the bass player who... Uh, uh, you know, he's he's lovely, but didn't really like to sing. So they were like, we need somebody to do harmonies yeah, on, right. on Pulling Teeth and She and Basket Case. So started playing with them um, anytime they do kind of gigs around Toronto. And then it just kind of grew into friendship. And now Mikey, who was in that band, is in two of my other bands, like the Joan Jett and the ACDC project that I play in as well. So it's just oh, funny yeah, how... I wanted to ask you about those two. Yeah, yeah it's ahead. funny how shit happens. Uh, yeah, it's just it's you meet one person and you have no idea how how much that can really change your life. Like even meeting uh, Dave Irish, it was, I've always kind of seen Dave Irish around, but it was just hanging out with Justin and Jesse from the Interrupters at Warped Tour in Toronto last summer. And and Dave just kind of came up and was like, yeah, the the twins say that you're a musician too. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like he's like, well, send me your stuff. And of course you send it to him. You never expect anything to come out of it. And he's like, do you want to come to my studio and and do an EP like at Pot of Gold down in California? And I mean, I was kind of like, okay, what's the catch here? Like, But he was just... It was a Cinderella yeah. story, so to speak, right? Like it was kind of like, okay, like, you know, anything that seems too good to be true usually is, but it's just, we become really, really good friends. And it's just funny how, you know, it just kind of got to that point through not even really working at it. It just kind of all fell into place. So it's kind of the same thing with Darren and, and all the people that I've met. It's just been, you know, you meet one person and then somehow you're at a show and you meet other people and, I think when you're a musician too, it just it's a good conversation starter. So and then everyone's always eager to collaborate and, and kind of work together, which is really great. And that's why I love punk rock because it's like it's yeah. this big family, you know. Like it's no, it doesn't seem like anyone's trying to step on you so that they become, you know, something bigger. Everybody really wants to work together and kind of help each other it's out, true. which is great. Yeah, it's true. You know, I I, I feel like there's honestly a lot of uh, especially like we saw this firsthand with. Like, there's two bands I would definitely call out, like, Finish Bottle Rocket and The Interrupters. Mm-hmm. But Mass Intruder helped us out so much along the way. Uh, obviously, Teenage Bottle Rocket was, like, the first, one of the first bigger bands that we toured with when we were, we were first starting out. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, The Interrupters, just recently, we were on that tour. And, uh, yeah, they're so helpful in every way. They're, they're, they're like, always... They take you under their wing, and they Yeah, and they, they really, really do. And, uh... You know, it, it, they're always willing to like, you know, I think there's always more that we can learn about like trying to be a professional band and stuff like that. And they're totally into like helping us with that because they're, yeah. they're like real professional musicians, like even outside of just the interrupted, you know, like of they're course. doing all sorts of stuff. 
Well, and Kevin's got a Grammy, I believe, for producing oh, yeah. um, some records. And yeah, I'll have to. I I'm give, not surprised. I, yeah, like he's he's one of the most talented dudes I think I've ever met. Like, and how many different projects he's working on, and he's always got his hands in a couple other things on the side with Tim, and then with other artists. Like, he's a really talented engineer, from what I've heard. Like, I haven't really seen it firsthand. And then even Bottle Rocket, like they, you know, they've been doing this for so long. Like they've been like since they were kids, right? So they've got right. the longevity and and the touring, and and they're also like the greatest guys. Like Darren Chuka's from. Uh, the, where I kind of grew oh, up in right. Alberta. So we kind of, you know, bonded over that just being from the same place. And, and it was, it's kind of neat to just see how his life has changed kind of, you know, being taken under, not taken under their wing, but joining that band and, and really just kind of having to hop up, <laughs> hop in and keep up with what they've been doing for so long. And he does it just naturally, yeah. which is great. So that's right. Yeah. And obviously they saw he was a good drummer. He had the chops to, carry on so uh yeah that's it's it's real great that they've been able to do that mm-hmm. and he's been able to jump in there yeah yeah without so skipping a beat r- yeah that's right <laughs> well good because you know the drummer shouldn't be skipping no beats yeah <laughs> uh, but uh so who's your regular drummer is 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 it like always gonna be with darren or do you got like a regular guy and he's um... just like well, I'll I mean, we're going to we're going to do Darren as much as possible. I mean, like, especially because we want to play some shows in L.A. He lives there. So that makes it real easy. But um, yeah. we've got some, you know, some sub like I don't want to say sub drummers, but maybe like a rotation of drummers will probably be sure working with here in Toronto. I mean, every like drummers, the hardest position to kind of fill. Right. Because I have so many friends that are drummers, but they're all in like eight bands and they're all in touring acts yeah. and and trying to line I up schedules. So. It's That's hard to find a good drummer. Wants to be a drummer because it's so damn expensive. <laughs> That's so, true. So, like the people that do, you know, invest in the drum set and get good at it and everything. It's like, think about drumming. It's like you you can't just, you know, drum in your living room. Like you could play guitar or sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you're playing the drums, you got to be somewhere that nobody gives a shit how loud you're being. Yeah, and, you need uh, a studio or a jam space or something or neighbors yeah. that don't give a shit or. You know, like I think I'm yeah. a pretty damn good air drummer, but when I get on the kit, I mean, like I, I, I don't, I don't yeah, go yeah. much further than kick, snare, kick, kick, snare. But you know, it's good for my wow. ACDC band. Yeah, that's maybe, all not you need. <laughs> maybe not for punk rock. I mean, some of this yeah. shit that even is in you my just songs get that, that I hear like that butter yeah. knife on the hi hat. Yeah, but not as high as like yeah. Paul from the Flatliners has them because I don't think I could reach up there. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't understand <laughs> that at all. I think he just like got real high one time. I was like, "This is a good idea." Yeah, and, and now he's and now he's stuck with it because he's like, "Well, I can't well, change it now because it's my thing." I think I think the thing is he just never stopped being high. That's why they call him High Paul. <laughs> he's true. just like, "This is still a good idea." <laughs> yeah. Everything's a good idea when still you're high. high. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he's he's well. That's the thing. That's his secret. Right. That's why he's like the nicest guy alive. Because he's like, yeah, everything's cool. Whatever. Oh yeah. Fine. All like, of those guys are the nicest guy alive. Oh, the Flatliners. Yeah, they're a great Toronto yeah. band. I think it's, they're where we funny. all aspire to be. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's funny because like when we tour with bands and stuff, we're always like, oh, you know, after after a tour, you're you're out with a band for like a few weeks or something, and mm-hmm. you bond and you just get to know each other, and it's like by the end of it, you're like. Those are the nicest people ever. And you mm-hmm. pretty much say that about any band you tour with. Yeah. But with like the Flatliners, it's, it's for real. Like they're just mm-hmm. like, I don't know, maybe it's a Canadian thing. It's probably just the Canadian like some thing. of the nicest people I've ever met. 
it yeah. could be. No, but you know what? Even in Toronto, like not everybody's that nice, and I can say that. Like, and and they really have a reputation, even locally, of being like the most stand-up, stellar guys. They're they're really, yeah. you know, like I don't think they've ever really done anything that rubs people the wrong way. They really kind of have a. They stand, seem to stand up for you know what it really matters to them. They you know they and they're legitimately the nicest guys alive, but also like the craziest group of talented musicians I think I've ever met. And they've been in that band since they were like, what, 15, 16, something like that. So yeah, that's the right. fact that Those they've never changed the lineup, they've <laughs> never had to like sub a different drummer in, or, yeah. you know, it's just, it's well, the original lineup. Good. And I think that yeah. says a lot about them too. Right. So like they're a family and, and they treat the people that really are, you know, close to them like gold. So I mean, I think, like I said, that's kind of what we all aspire to be. We all want the longevity of the flatliners, but we all want the reputation of them too, of just being really talented sure. musicians, but they were good people. That's, that's a good reputation to have. And I mm-hmm. think it's, it's, it can only help, you know, like uh, you meet some bands and it's just like, man, don't, don't ever want to tour with them. Cause <laughs> yeah. some, some people are just assholes and they're yeah, like, they oh, well, we're shitty punk rockers. We're going to piss off everybody. And yeah, I'm like, that's what we're supposed cool, to have do. Have fun with that. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's not, not what punk rock has to, to be anything. about. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And, uh, yeah, so it's cool that it's like, uh, you know, coming from, uh, like a smaller punk rock community and like getting into the whole like world and international community of punk rock. It's like, yeah, you, you got to embrace that attitude of like, I'm here to like help the scene and help mm-hmm. the people in it and be a cool person instead of like, Hey, let's get drunk and fuck shit up, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, you know. Give punk rockers a bad name, you know? Like, when I hear somebody like, oh, that guy's a punk. And it's like, no, that guy is not a punk. That guy's an asshole. Like, not to be confused as the same thing. I mean, (laughs) he might be a punk, too. But (laughs) when he's, uh, you know, pissing pissing his fellow punk rockers off, he's just being an asshole. Yeah, exactly. Don't put him in that category that because he's an asshole, he's a punk. Like, the two are not mutually exclusive. So that's right. don't use it that way. Yeah. That's right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah okay so leah let me know about these other bands you're doing you say you got like an acdc project and a joan jet project which yeah. i'm like holy crap those are like definitely <laughs> i mean you, you you say like your stuff your oldest stuff is a little more rock and roll and i get that but it's also like eh. for rock and roll bands those are kind of like the punk bands like joan jet's a punk rocker really yeah. right no for sure like yeah, it's 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 that it's that whole bridging the gap between the two, or or I guess punk rock is a subgenre, and the mm-hmm. rock and roll is like the overarching genre, and it's like rock and roll is king. Like, well, Elvis doesn't know shit about punk rock, no. so it's like, what is going on? I don't know. It's all over the place. But I think have you seen good. her documentary, like the Bad Reputation one? Like, especially I've watched it probably three times, and now I after watching watch it. it you should, yeah. because you, you finish it being like, who the fuck is more punk rock than Joan Jett? Nobody. Yeah, like, yeah. it was just like, she's like, I'm going to do what I want to do, and I don't give a shit. And everybody was pressuring her, like, when are you going to get married and have babies? And she's like, no, I'm a, I want to be an artist. I want to be a rock and yeah. roller. That's not important to me. And fuck you if you don't like what I stand for. And then, you know, they couldn't find a label that wanted to put their stuff out, so they started their own label. Like, what's more punk I mean, than that's, that, you know? yeah. That's kind of more well-known part of her story, and that's just nuts, considering mm-hmm. how, like, she wrote probably, you know, one of the, uh, 
most iconic like rock and roll songs of all time, you know? And it was on that album. And it's like, what a bunch of dummies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like, like they had to have heard the demo, female right? artist, right? Like she's, yeah. she's done things that so many other people could never accomplish. And that's why she's such an icon where it's kind of like she did it her own way and nobody thought that she could do it. She heard no, there was countless rejection letters. And that's what we need is people like that to be like, Hey, like, I failed tons of times. It wasn't like this just happened easily for me. So it kind of teaches you, oh, like, yeah. hey, you're going to hear no. People are going to tell you to fuck off. People are going to tell you you're not good enough. People are going to throw broken beer bottles at your face. But, you know, you still keep going and you can still persevere and come out on top and, and, and screw them, right? Like, you don't need their approval. You don't need their permission right. to, to exist or to be who you want to be. You just keep doing it and you do it unapologetically. Absolutely. And, you know, for the right reasons, uh, you got to do it because it's really genuinely what you want to do yeah because exactly. even if things go smoothly there's going to be a point where you know it's going to be hard mm-hmm. even if you got everything going for you it still gets hard yeah and it's not always so, going to be uh, smooth sailing you're going to have those peaks and valleys and you're going to have shitty days and you're going to have great days right so you uh you got to know how to not let that just get you down and and have you throw in the towel because you have a bad day or because you have a bad month or year or you know like you got to kind of overcome that shit so it's great like to see what she's been through and i think that's why i've always really loved her and so when i had the opportunity to start this band um it was actually a bunch of guys who were just doing ramones tunes so they're called the gabba hayes oh that sounds and, cool uh, too oh yeah yeah that's, yeah actually Explain this, please. I want to know. <laughs> I guess, I'm guessing this is how you got your uh, the name. Yeah. Well, this is where the Amy Gavin name came from. So they were doing Ramones tunes and they're like, you know what? Like as much as everyone loves the Ramones, they're like, you need to balance this out with something else, you know? Because I mean, yeah. Ramones are great, but I mean, three sets of Ramones is a lot to take because eventually they all start to kind of sound yeah. the same a little bit. But uh, so, and I, and I mean, Ramones and Joan Jett go well together, the whole CBGB's connection, the whole time frame, like they, Absolutely. you know, like, and her and Joey were pretty close too. So, um, they, I used to play in another band that did Joan Jett things and it, and it kind of, or so, sorry, used to do Joan Jett songs with another band and that kind of fizzled out. Everyone had babies and moved away and, and they're like, Hey, do you want to come sing some Joan Jett tunes with us? And I was like, obviously I'd love to. And and there really isn't anybody else in the city here doing Joan Jett tunes. Like there's surprisingly for Toronto, like not like, Oh, there's 10 other ACDC bands already. It's, you know, with Joan Jett, there was nothing really happening. So I was like, yeah, let's do that. And they kind of started as an Amy Gabba nickname. They're like, okay, we're going to call you Amy Gabba then because, you know, it's, you know, the Ramones last name, nickname kind of, you know, could be there. Because I was thinking like the band already had that as a thing. Like they were all like Johnny Gabba or Mikey Gabba. No, you think that they (laughs) would. So you were just the one. I was the one. They were like, yeah. This is Amy Gabba, because they couldn't just be like, I mean, my last name is Zucchetto, so they were like, hey, that doesn't quite work, it's eh, not so punk rock. <laughs> but not, I don't know, that sounds cool. I could see yeah. that being cool. Well, maybe, G- but Amy Zucchetto. Z. Zucchetto? Yeah. I, don't know, I could see it working. <laughs> well, yeah. it was Amy Z my whole life up until that point, and then um, the Amy Gabba thing just kind of took off, and then, I mean, I work a day job, too. I'm one of those, you know, I got to pay the bills, I got to pay the rent, so... Um, I, things started to kind of just morph together a little bit and I, I kind of just changed it on social media as an experiment to try and keep, you know, the work oh, life yeah. and the music life separate, kind of like, you know, I mean, you guys yeah. wear masks. We, we all know that it's cause you're a bunch of criminals, but you don't want anyone to know who that's you right. are. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right. So yeah. And, and then you- it just kind of took off and then people would start to be like, isn't it kind of cool how your last name's Gabba? And is that why your band is called the Gabba Hayes? And it's like, no, not, not, it's like the complete Somebody opposite. Somebody actually but- thought that, huh? <laughs> That's interesting. 
Yeah. Where, so that's kind of how that out. happened, and and it's just stuck. And then you know when it came time to do the the solo record, it was like, well, I've been Amy Gabba for the last six seven years, so how do I go change that now? And I just kind of we just yeah. kind of played off of that, and I mean it works too. It works for me. And no and reason not to. Yeah. And because it's like even if uh, this is like. You taking a different step from like what you already had going on. Maybe like I don't know. Are you done? You you're still doing the Ramones thing or yeah, not? Yeah, yeah. We just had shows yeah. last weekend. I'm playing a so, show with Amy DC tonight in Barrie. So when I'm off the phone or okay. off the podcast with you, I'm hopping in the car and driving up there to play a gig with AC with Amy DC. So I'm still doing all okay, three. But that's the ACDC thing. Yeah. And then you got the Joan Jet thing, which is yep. the yeah the, Ramones Joan Jet. Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay. So yeah, Gabba Hayes. But there's not the third one. Okay. Yeah. Gabba, Gabba Hayes, Amy DC, Amy DC, and Amy Gabba uh-huh. and the Almost Famous, which is the solo record that we that we started talking right. about. Okay. So yeah, and it's like a thing where it's like you know if uh, you know if these other bands stay in Toronto and you keep doing covers with them, but you start touring with this uh, with the new project, it's like there's no reason to like. Uh, you know, separate yourself from those other things because yeah. that's like still your body of work, right? Exactly. And even on the you website, know? I'm like, we don't just stick to Amy Gabba and the Almost Famous. Like, we've got the shows posted for when Amy DC's playing, when, uh, you know, the Gabba Hayes are playing because it's just, that's all, that's my life, right? Like, that's all things I work really hard at and I don't think they have to be separated and even my other bandmates are so supportive like they're the first ones to be like hey give me tickets to that ep release show because again they just want to support which is great so um i don't think that you know one can only can't like it has to exist separate from the other they can all kind of exist together and i think that that's what helps because even people hear you know the gabba hayes and then they want to come check out amy dc and then they check out amy dc and they want to come see the solo stuff so it's it's a great kind of network opportunity too yeah absolutely and, uh, you know, really just a reason to get out there and keep playing shows when, <laughs> you know, one band. That's what we want to do. What. Yeah. I mean, not everybody's the interrupters. So, like, yeah. every band can't just be constantly touring. But if you're in three bands, you know, you're going to be out there a lot. Yeah. No. And, and that's the thing. It's like, like you said, like you, you go on a little tour and then you can't. I mean, again, unless you're the interrupters, it's hard to just tour constantly. You've got to take breaks. You've got yeah. to slow down. Sometimes you've got to do some writing. You've got to, you know, deal with your your personal life and sometimes take a break for your mental health. And that's why I like being in multiple bands, because then there's always kind of something going on. Because yeah. if I go too long, health, right? Yeah. If I go too long without hitting a stage, that's when I'm the most depressed. Like, I need to be oh, for sure. on that stage. I, and I otherwise, that. I get... I get that stage envy, you know, where you're sitting there and you're watching and you're like, damn it, why am I not up there? It's just, it's yep. the sickness I, know, I think we I have I know as exactly artists. what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. But it's a good sickness yeah, to have. Cool. It means it's it's what we should be doing, I think, if that's the way we feel when we see someone else play. And we don't walk away, you know, feeling crappy. We walk away inspired, being like, okay, I need to write some shit or I need to book a show or I need to get back up there. It's what keeps us going. It's our fuel, right? So. That's right. I believe it to be true. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to the Intruder Green Podcast. By now, you probably heard about our sponsor, Stupid Rad Merch Company. And if you haven't, then listen up, because I got to tell you, Stupid Rad Merch Company is a great web store with a bunch of your favorite bands at stupidradmerch.com. And if you're in a band and need some work done, they can get you totally covered for a modest price and super quick turnaround time. 
But don't just take it from me. Here's what the ladies from Bad Cop, Bad Cop had to say about it. Yeah, you know. Great ideas. It's always pushing, always moving. Simeon is delightful to work with. He's yeah. very responsive and professional. And it's the quality of the shirts. I like them. Yeah, high quality. High very, quality. Very well done. Very well done on the ink. It, it really feels is. like a family again. Yeah. It feels like it's it's a place where you can you can trust what's happening. And don't forget to use the code PRISON at checkout and get a 50% discount on all stupid red branded apparel that's p-r-i-s-o-n i think i don't really know how to spell but those are the letters they told me to say stupidradmerch.com all right so you're playing tonight uh like you said with which one amy, amy dc, DC? Yep. yeah all right <laughs> i did uh, not name that band for the record that was not my choice but uh there was already a band called a a a c d c <laughs> in San Diego, and they stole the name I wanted, so we had to go with Amy D C. But uh, wait, what it, was it, it called? Amy Dushi? <laughs> no, A C D C. A C D C. All right. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like the Sheezer kind of thing, where you know the the female Weezer cover band. How they go with Sheezer? Kind of uh, wanted well, to play I did not off know that, about but... that. That oh no, they're great. Yeah, they're actually incredible. They might be local too, actually. Maybe that's why you haven't heard of them, but they're pretty awesome. All right. Huh. Yeah, well, uh, and you know, and being in these uh, you know, cover bands, it's like it's nice to know that many covers. Like, I tell you what, we know a few covers as Master Truder. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of sick of playing them. I would love to play some new covers. And uh we actually did a cover of Bad Reputation. I don't know if you heard it. I have heard but, uh, it. It was incredible. Yeah, I was pretty stoked. stoked. Yeah, I hope <laughs> we can do it live. Yeah, I don't think I've seen you guys play it live. I've heard the recording, but I've never seen it on your set list. Have you done it live? Yeah, that's... No, we haven't played it live at all yet. Oh. I don't know. It's, uh, you know, we got this European tour starting in like a week. Holy oh, crap. that's fun. Uh, this will probably... <laughs> we'll probably be on tour when this episode actually comes out. Oh, nice. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, it's kind of like, I don't know, maybe we'll play it on there, maybe we won't. We got to kind of figure this shit out. And, uh, I don't know. I've been stressing out about it because like, you know, it's different every time with like yellow being in prison and, uh, yeah, is he still locked up? Is, learned is, songs. is purple coming out on the road for Europe with you guys? Is well, he still locked the, up? The, the bag will be out. Uh, for the cat or however that saying goes by the time this episode comes out so okay. <laughs> I would say yes Yellow is still in prison and Purple will be on the European tour awesome so yeah it is going to be awesome it was actually pretty cool like having her on the on Interrupters tour like it's kind of mm -hmm. like a fresh uh, thing for us it was also a struggle because like uh, you know she had to learn a bunch of the songs real quick but mm -hmm. uh, it turned out pretty good she and, pulled it uh, off. She's rad. That, yeah. that she's uh, she's an inspiration for sure, and I am happy to see she's sticking around. Yellow, we miss you, obviously. Yeah, so that's right. You, then now yeah. you have the conundrum of how you're gonna put it all back together when he gets out, because you know Purple's got all these fans now, and people are that's loving her. That's the thing. It's just like when people get out of prison, and then they only know prison is like I don't know what to do now. It'll be just like that, except it'll be like. I don't know how to be in his band no more. And he'll be like, just pick up your bass and sing, you dummy. Yeah. And he'll be like, oh, You're yeah. like, there's room. Oh, yeah, that's what yeah. I do. That's right. 
Sorry, um, I just took it over there. See. I just turned it around and started interviewing you. I should let you ask me the questions, but I'm nosy oh, like no. that. Yeah, I also <laughs> don't have any kind of like real format to this thing. I just pretty much like to have a conversation, you know, it's like uh, everybody, like lots of interviews you hear, they're real like, uh, oh, what about this question? What about this question? Mm -hmm. But uh, I think it should be more natural and just, uh, of course. you know, I can riff off of you, you riff off of me and it's all good. Anything exactly. else you want to know? <laughs> hmm, what else do I want to know? I don't know. If it comes to me, I'll just ask you. I'll just blurt it out. And you'll be like, that wasn't on the list of questions you're allowed to ask. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, it's, it's good. I'll answer any question somehow, but uh, preferably truthfully, but uh, lying is also good. Mm -hmm. so, but when uh, you're a criminal, it's, you know, that you, that's the yeah, way you're, you're you, gotta, that's all you, you know. You know how to do that. It's a good skill mm -hmm. to have. No, um, for sure. I'm always asking people on the internet and stuff to like ask me anything and like I get nothing. I think they might be afraid to ask me questions. Um, mm -hmm. I even have a call in line and like I got a few people who called in at first when I put it out there and it's like crickets now, but not huh. even crickets because that would at least be something, you know? So uh, well, here yeah, I'll ask I you know. something because I don't know oh, if yeah. this is if you can even tell get the, the truth or if this is common started. notice, but you're you're over in Europe, right? So. You, like, did, yeah. you used to live with the guys in, in, they're all in Wisconsin, right? Yeah, generally, uh, you know, we're a little bit here, a little bit of there, but uh, mostly prison. There's a lot of mostly prison in Wisconsin. Yeah. So you guys so, are used uh, to being yeah. separated anyway. It's fine. But I mean, you got that different, that time difference. And I mean, it must be nice. They're flying out to Europe to be on your time zone now. So they're going to be jet lagged and you're not. But have you That's always right. lived? Have you always lived there? Or was this a recent thing? Oh, it's a pretty recent thing, you know. They got a lot of a lot of easy laws over here. It's funny because uh, people think the Germans are real like strict and stuff, and they are. Like if you break the law, they'll get pissed and they'll throw you in a clink. But also the clink here is like a lot nicer than in America. It's like and, a two star uh, hotel, right? Kinda, yeah. Yeah. Like they get catering and stuff. And, oh, nice. Uh, and uh, also. The laws are not very intense here. Mm -hmm. Like they let you drink outside on a street. It's almost oh. like being in New Orleans or something, except less dangerous. Perfect. Well, I'm going to fly out to one of your shows in Europe then and I'll uh, see if I can get arrested yeah. just to prove your theory. That's right. I mean, <laughs> don't do it for me. But, you know, like uh, if you need a life experience, I would be interested to hear about it. We'll do a follow-up yeah. part two podcast about my experience yeah. in prison. In hey, yeah, they let you, they probably let you like use Skype and Facebook in prison here. I wouldn't oh, cool. be surprised. Yeah, they probably, probably got all the internets in prison here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and if you guys have been in the clink and you guys can still tour, I'm sure it won't be problems for me then. We won't have to worry. But Canada, they're pretty strict, you know, like you, That's uh, true. you know, you steal candy when you're 15 somewhere and they still hold that against you. I've got friends from the States that, they can't come to Canada because they, you know, had a few too many beers oh, one candy? night. Yeah, they they did something stupid. I don't know. I had a friend yeah. who uh, had to who stole her own dog back from her ex boyfriend, and now she can't come to Canada because it's on her criminal record. So I think oh, Canada is wow. a little bit uptight when it comes to criminal records. But hey, they let you guys in, so can't be that bad. Yeah, it's also a thing where like they just don't want you to. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's kind of like an, an asshole radar, right? Like yeah. they're like ah. Well, we got plenty of people coming in and out uh, as tourists, and uh, yeah, I don't think you get—I don't think you cut it, bud. Um, but shoot, I lost what I was going to say there. 
Well, it's okay because I actually just yeah. lost what you said because the computer froze, so it cut out, and I was like, "What did he just say?" Oh. <laughs> but oh, it's yeah. okay. So we're, we're on the same page. That's fine. <laughs> we're on the same page that we were on a minute ago. That we're both lost. All right. Yeah, that's right. This story, where does it go? Um, let's see. We we we've got some good time in here. Mm. Uh, yeah. So we covered we covered your music. And uh, it sounds real good, and I'm really happy. Uh, and are you? You said you're gonna play some shows in LA and stuff. Are you like planning to tour? Are you? Are you getting it out on a label or what's going yeah, on? Yeah, I mean, it's on an indie label here right now, and I mean, the reason for that is because I'm a control freak, and I, I mm-hmm. any anyone else I kind of chatted with was like, okay, well, you give up your you know, rights to these songs and they're no longer yours. And I was like, yeah, I'm not really interested in that. So I'd rather That's kind weird. of, you know, that doesn't do it seem like way. a good deal. No, it didn't. None of it seemed like, it, I mean, like they, they throw dollars, dollar signs at you. And, and I think they think you're maybe a little, you know, I'm sure some people fall for it, but I think I've been around the block enough to kind of see that when someone's messing with me and when they're not. So there was opportunity to have kind of full financial support, but if I did it completely their way, but I chose to just put it out on an indie label where I get to keep, um, you know, creative control and, and I get to call the shots. So it's great. Like, so uh, this label Kensington Records, Oliver's been amazing to me. And I mean, he's, they've ordered vinyl for me. They've paid for all the, you know, the CD duplication. They put everything up. I've been doing radio interviews through them. So it's, I'm really happy I went that way because I didn't actually have to give up a piece of myself to make that happen. Um, but yeah. they're helping set up the tour now, which is good. So we've got a tour van all arranged. We just got to figure out the dates and, and times and the schedule and how I can afford to, you know, still live in the meantime. But I mean, I'm stoked for it because I've never really toured for longer than a week at a time. So I think it'll be uh, oh, quite yeah. the eye opener to be on the road for a longer stint than that. So I'm, and again, oh, like sure. going down to California, that'll only be a couple of weeks and it won't really be touring considering I've got, you know, so many couches to crash on down there. I'm sure it won't really feel like a, a cold, hard tour. But, uh, you know, well, hopping in the know, tour yeah, van. <laughs> Denver City every night. It doesn't matter where you're sleeping. Feels too, it feels like a tour. You're going to be on yeah. tour. It's going to yeah. be cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be cool. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty low maintenance like that. I, I kind of, I, I mean, I can go camping in the woods for, you know, weeks at a time. And I'm not one of those girls that's scared of spiders or, you know, I've had my share of sink showers when it's needed to happen on the road, too. So oh, yeah. I know it looks like that's I'm a little good. bit of a girly girl, but I know how to rough it when it when it uh, <laughs> comes down to it. So yeah, I, I think it'll right. be fine. That's and I mean. Yeah, I love it. I know, and we've you know, I've uh, I've definitely experienced the punk squats. I've seen the uh, the real shady accommodations with the you know all all kinds of. There's this one place called the Townhouse in Sudbury. If anybody ever goes there, oh my god, I highly recommend it. But they've got these you know kind of mattresses on the floor in the basement, but all the walls okay. are just covered in penises. Like everybody just, I think oh. everyone who plays there just decorates it with their own interpretation of a cartoon penis. And it's just, you could pretty much just entertain yourself for hours looking at all the artwork on the walls down there. But, you know, it's a little that sketchy. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty fun, um, though. I enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, you kind of want to yeah. sleep in, like, a sleeping bag wrapped around your head. but I know, that, that's the good. thing. It's like, uh, <laughs> you know, I think I might just sleep in a van tonight. It's real nice outside. <laughs> yeah, or just Something open the doors and just just camp on the grass. Just throw your sleeping bag down and camp under the stars. I'm not opposed to that. So yeah. better than getting yeah. scabies or something. Who knows what's living? That's down there. the thing. It's like it's like comfort is one thing, but like 
diseases and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's like a whole new level. Plus, you got to watch out for your health when you're on tour. Yeah. Because like if you get sick, man, it really sucks. Can't go canceling like, shows, right? Being sick always sucks. But when you're on tour, you 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 ain't got nowhere to go. You you gotta you gotta no deal with it and keep moving anyway. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. that's. That's a problem. But you're Canadian. You got health care, right? Yeah, it's true. I'm spoiled that way. But I mean, for my American yeah. counterparts, I mean, I feel for them. And I mean, I've heard stories of poor bands ending up with bed bugs just from places that they've stayed. So you got to just that's going to haunt the rest of your tour. And, yep. and you're going to have to get all new everything. So you just got to you got to I think there's a lot more, you know, precaution that goes into touring than people kind of realize. I think, yay, party fun. And it's like, no, there's so much work that goes into it. But then there's so many things you've got to just kind of be aware of while you're on the road too. It's not all sunshine and rainbows all the time. So it's true. <laughs> and that's why it's like, man, I love partying at punk houses, but at some point I usually uh, check out <laughs> and yeah. not crash on the floor and get a bunch of bed bugs. Yeah, exactly. At some point you just pull the chute and you're like, Oh, where'd green go? I'm like, I don't know. I wandered off and then they find you in the trunk of the van or something. The trunk, yeah. <laughs> the trunk could be comfortable. Yeah, cuddled up with all the amps and the guitars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Um, but the so you said your label did vinyl. Is was that just for the single? Um, well, they're doing it for the EP, but definitely for the full yeah. length as well. So, I mean, the okay. EP we just did kind of limited vinyl for that because, again, when you only got five songs, it's it's a little bit difficult to ask somebody for twenty bucks for, to pay for that. So, we did some limited. Yeah. We're doing some limited kind of uh, vinyl pressings of that, but we've already kind of pre-ordered for the the full length when that comes out. And I'm a big vinyl nerd. I love records, so. I couldn't really. Yeah, uh, me too. I, I kind of put my foot down there. I was like, I gotta have this on on vinyl. And same with download cards. I don't really believe that anyone should have to pay for, you know, a, a record three times because they want it on CD and they want it on vinyl and they want it on iTunes, right? So we got the download cards sure. made to kind of, you know, give anyone who gives a physical who gets a physical copy as well. Yeah, I mean, I've heard differing, differ, dif, differentiating opinions on it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, differing. There's the one uh, about that because it's like, well, you know, if you buy CD, you got it on CD. But if you want it on uh, tape, then you got to buy the tape. And it's like, I don't know. For me, it's like, yeah, d- just buy the record. Then you got the record. You got the like best way to look at the art, mm-hmm. which is important. People yep. might think it's not, but it is. Um, and uh yeah, you know, it's like you want the, the, the digital too, and you're either going to just listen to it on Spotify or some shit like that, in which case the artist is not really getting paid, mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, download code, whatever. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, if they're physical things like tape, CD, vinyl, for sure, you've got to pay for those physical copies. But, you know, then when you want to play it, you know, you've got it on vinyl, but then you want to put it on in your car, you should be able to listen to it that way. And I think it's better, again, if it goes through the download card than uh, just, you know, stealing it from somebody else or, 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 you know, streaming from Spotify. I mean, I support Spotify and I mean, iTunes, all that stuff, too. But yeah, I got mixed feelings about it because, you know, yeah, like somebody was saying like, well, yeah, uh, somebody was saying like, remember back in the day when we used to use, uh, what was it? Uh, Napster? Well, yeah, there was Napster and there was uh, – or just like the, the torrent sites like LimeWire mm-hmm. and stuff oh, like Lime that. Wire. You could like get a whole library of downloads going. I got so know? many viruses from that site. I think I ruined yeah, like three computers. True. But that's why it was cool because you were taking a risk. Yeah. And now it's like badass. there's no risk. It's like 
it's like Spotify is still stealing from everybody, but, <laughs> but the, it's legal. But the regular people aren't <laughs> taking a risk. They're just getting it, you know, their music basically for free. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's kind of fucked up, but you know, yeah, it's I where we're at you. these days. It's, it's, it's why it's and- nice. What's it? Well, I was just going to yeah. say, and it, it also, it's nice that, you know, people can, it's a lot more accessible. People can put their music out that, you know, other before Spotify and iTunes, unless you had some sort of label deal or some distribution deal, no one was going to hear your stuff, right? I mean, yeah, they got MySpace and Bandcamp and whatnot, but this is, you know, a bigger platform for artists. But you also have that catch-22 of the fact that you're really not being compensated for your work. It's the, you know the whole joke of free for exposure, right? So you're, you're working for exposure to a certain extent to, you know, get people yeah. to pick up on your, on your craft and hopefully come to your shows and spend money there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I got to say, exposure is kind of bullshit. Cause, yeah, it's, it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, of course you want exposure, but that's still, hey, ha-ha. You, yeah. you go now and you're playing shows. You got to get paid for the show. It's, this, yeah, that's exactly. The, that's the bottom line. You know, you're playing a show, you're doing a thing pay me money uh i agree i feel like we um, should talk about artwork too because you mentioned that when you uh were right. talking about the vinyl so and this is a neat little connection for us too that you know hannah blue um yeah i was gonna ask she's that done art, your art style looks very familiar it, it's very familiar to you because i know she's done quite a few posters and stuff for you guys um, yeah. And she did the the artwork for the single Revolution, and then also the artwork for the cover. And she's designing all the merch too, which I got a little sneak preview of last night. Very excited about it. So we've oh, got some cool. some rad fuck you Cupid t shirts on the way as well. So yeah, nice. and Hannah's just stupid, stupid talented. So I had to make sure to shout her out because uh, I know you guys know Hannah real well too. So oh, yeah. we've we've both had the pleasure of of having her artistic talents lended to our craft. She, yeah, she's great. Um, and I should probably hit her up about the podcast too. Um, but yeah, you should. So, what I also wanted to ask, I know when you do when you put the single out, I'm pretty sure there was something about uh any Ooh. any money that it made was going to a charity, yeah. right? Yeah, we were don- yeah. we we are still um donating all the like so if you buy Revolution, the first single we put out. Um, again, like yeah. streaming, it's it's very it's kind of pennies. It's really not that significant. But any money that we're making off Revolution, we're donating to Planned Parenthood. Um, I mean, I don't oh, like you've heard great. the song, and I mean, it's kind of a you know a, a call to arms, call to action, so to speak. And it really right. just uh, when I wrote it, it was kind of a, it wasn't meant to be like a an, a feminist anthem, but it's kind of turned into that. And especially with everything going on in the states right now, with the you know the abortion ban and the women's rights to their bodies, I just really truly believe that. I, I, I could have done something, you know, to kind of impact that cause. So we decided to donate yeah. all the money uh, from Planned Parenthood or all the money from Revolution to Planned Parenthood. And we still are. And then uh, we did an additional fundraiser uh, and I, we didn't really expect to get a whole lot of hits on it. We were able to raise an additional 500 bucks that we just sent straight wow. to them. So we've we've That's I awesome. think so far we've sent them, I think, like over a thousand dollars at this point, and And there's still more coming in, which is great. So if you do That's hear great. Revolution and you are able oh, to actually. Single. purchase it yeah the one yeah. single like every penny that we make from that including the label actually the label has donated their uh portion of the proceeds to Planned Parenthood as well so it's not just me it's it's the whole team involved which is really awesome so and I will say that uh you know I because uh you know Officer Bradford did his thing with for Planned Parenthood was right? selling the calendars I think he's mm-hmm. probably going to do it again next year 
but it's 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 important especially with that uh i don't know company it's not even a charity they're they're like you know a non not-for-profit company that functioning company used to used to rely largely on what they they were giving government money but it was still like you know oh america especially works it's like we can't just have a government uh you know body doing this we have to like find a public you know company to fund Mm -hmm. um and so now they're they're all under attack because uh you know conservatives ruling the country now Um, they're trying to shut down their locations they're trying to kind of yeah and shut them down which is fucked up Mm -hmm. uh but so that to me that's what makes it uh them kind of like the most important uh thing to donate to right now because there's a lot of charities that are totally worth people's while um and there's a lot of different causes you can get behind but the fact that that one is totally under attack and uh they're really struggling right now and they need us and and it's important to mention that even if you are someone who doesn't necessarily you know ethically i believe in an abortion that's fine because they are so much more than that. They, you know, there's, oh, yeah. there's, there's it's sexual about health. health really, it's about, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's access to, um, sexual health. It's access to birth control. It's access to counseling. It's, you know, there's adoption is an option. There's, there's all kinds of, of different things that, and services that they offer to people that are so much larger than just abortion. They really give women all of their options and help them find what's best for them. So don't look at Planned Parenthood. Like I've had some people kind of react on social media with the angry face being like, you shouldn't be wasting your time with Planned Parenthood. It's like, what are they doing that's wrong to give, you know, to help yeah. with sexual health and, and counseling and, and giving women, you know, a, an ear when they need it the most and somebody to let them know they're not alone. I don't see anything wrong with that, whether you are, um, you know, for or against abortion. And I know it's a slippery, it's a, you know, there's different, you know, levels of support that people will have for it. You know, I support sure. it, you know, in the case that say, you know, rape or incest or whatever, wherever you stand, I, I can't emphasize enough that Planned Parenthood is, it's not just abortion. It's so much more than that. And I think that every single woman on this earth should have access to to something like that and that we need it and that we don't really realize how much, you know, we're going to suffer without it. So I can't, uh, I, I feel very strongly about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's good. That's, uh, and that, that's, that, that speaks to your, uh, punk rock attitude, I think as well, mm-hmm. where, uh, even though I think it was, you know, Twisted Sister, they were like a metal band, rock and roll band, but he said, we're not going to take it, D. Snyder. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's like, that's the attitude you got to have. Yeah. Like, no. Even in Revolution, yeah. it's like, I don't need your permission. Like, that's the first line that's of right. the chorus. And it's like, you know what? Like, screw you, man. We're going to do what, what's best for us. And like, fuck you if you don't agree, because this is something we believe in. And, and we're rallying the troops. So, you know, get in our way if you want, but we're going to walk over you. That's that's right. That's the way to be. <laughs> um, do you? Okay, let's see. I think that was all the stuff I really wanted to cover. Okay. You got anything else you want to promote on your end, as far mm. as uh, projects and stuff? Yeah, anything, I mean, uh, hey, if you haven't checked it out already, like check out the EP. I mean, we're on Instagram, uh, Amy Gabba underscore AF. I mean, <laughs> Amy Gabba and the Almost Famous on Facebook. And mm-hmm. uh, and again, Revolution, if you even if you, uh, you know, you're, it's not really your thing. Give the song a listen. You know, you can buy it for a dollar and, and all the money is going to Planned Parenthood. So, I mean, I feel like 
even if uh, you know the record might not be your cup of tea, you, if you still want to support the cause, you can uh, look up Revolution and, and find a way to kind of you know support our cause anyway. So yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. I mean, uh, we've got a new single coming out. We're doing a video for "Fuck You, Cupid." If you want to check that song out too, it's uh, I got to swear on it, so I got real excited. But my mom's not too yeah. happy, but I'm sure she'll get over Aww. it. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't mean you're not like a nice Canadian. It's just like it's yeah, fun to swear sometimes. Well, yeah, and it helps sometimes you get a point it, it's warranted. Too. Exactly. Sometimes, yeah, right. sometimes, damn you, just isn't going to cut it. So it had to be fuck you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Um, let me see. I usually play uh, Would You Rather. Oh, okay. But uh, <laughs> you you had to come oh, up shit. with some. I don't know. I feel like I did this one. Well, I'm looking at uh, questions because I'm not smart enough to think of my own. Uh Um, I don't know. I may have asked this one before. Um, Actually, let me start with my own. Uh, Do you like sci-fi at all? Uh, I do a little bit. I mean, I'm not like living in the sci-fi world all hardcore, but I know some sci-fi. Well, you don't have to. Yeah. So, like, would you rather live in – this is, like, a three-choice one. Okay. So, it's, like, uh, would you rather live in the Star Wars world or the Marvel Universe world or the or the Star Trek world? Oh, Marvel. Universe. I'm obsessed with really? Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would – oh, God, superheroes I mean, all day. Yeah, but, I mean, it's, like – Man, she gets pretty fucked up in that world. They do. But, I mean, Star and Trek and Star is, Wars like, are just as dangerous, right? So, I mean, everyone kind of gets fucked up in all three, I think. But, yeah, but, uh, I mean, think about it. It's like if you, live in, if you live in a Marvel world, it's like it's basically just like the world that we're living in now, except there's also superheroes and supervillains, and they're kind of like breaking shit and like destroying mm-hmm. cities and stuff. So it's kind of like as much as I love would love to like meet the Hulk or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It seems like kind of a terrible place to live. Oh no, I'd be all over it. I'd want to work for them. I'd hunt them down and harass them until they gave me a job. But I mean, like it, Star Wars is like, <laughs> yeah, I guess you could work for shield or something. Yeah, exactly. I could, even if I'm just answering phones, I'd still work for shield. I mean, I think I'm capable of more than, you know, that I think I could kick some ass, but you know, yeah, I don't have yeah, superpowers. That's right. Maybe I would, maybe I would get superpowers if I was in the Marvel world. Who knows? Whereas like, that's true. I, like Star Wars and Star Trek is like, fun, you but. Yeah. You might've become like an inhuman or a, you might've been born a mutant with super mutant powers or something. Yeah. Who knows? Like, I that mean, be, they, they weren't. Be. Look at the Hulk, you know, he he wasn't born that way. It happened. So who knows what's that's out true. there? Maybe that's, they figure out a way to make me. I guess that's me... the idea is it, it opens up the possibilities. Yes. Right? Rather than being stuck on like, a ship all the time with Star Trek, like that doesn't really appeal to me. And then Star Wars, it's yeah. like planets are getting freaking destroyed all the time. That doesn't really excite me a whole lot either. So I think yeah, Marvel speaks to me brutal. a lot more. <laughs> and it's not like, you know, you're going to learn pretty early on whether you can use the force or not. So yeah. uh, you have that would be the only don't. upside of Star Wars. And otherwise, you just end up on Tatooine as like a slave or something. Yeah. No, it's true. Whereas yeah. Marvel, there's even hope. Even if you don't have any powers now, you you never know what might happen. Yeah, right? you never know because there's all sorts of crazy shit happening all the time. You might yeah. get sucked into some like uh, 
portal with oh. Doctor Strange and go I think learn I lost about you. You like. Froze there. So, oh, uh, I don't know. That was a pretty good one, and I think uh, you 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 kind of changed my mind because before <laughs> I was thinking like my favorite would be um, Star Trek because there's the least risk, and you know they kind of figured out. You know, the only risk is really like the Enterprise guys because they're always going and you know fucking with shit and like running into Klingons and stuff. It's like, but if you just stayed on Earth, it's like you got some real cool technology and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, nobody's really struggling no more because they figured out how to like make food out of nothing. And I'm pretty sure they've mastered uh, like solar power by then. Mm-hmm. It ain't using gas yeah, no more. Yeah, but it's kind of boring. So, uh, who, like, who wants to play it safe like that when there's all kinds of cool shit happening around you? Well, that's that's the thing. And I would probably want to join, you know, the Enterprise and just, like, or be, like, you know, do something cool in space, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. You, you changed my mind on that. Okay. I think Marvel's the way to go. Uh, they're making the best movies. Mm-hmm. They got the best comic books. Mm-hmm. They got the best characters. And yeah, you know, the possibilities are endless. Agreed. Um, so let's just do one more. Okay. I may have asked this to a, a different guest, but I think it's a real good one, and I want to hear your take. Would you rather be a reverse centaur or a reverse uh, mermaid slash merman? Reverse. Uh, yeah. Uh, and centaur is the, hor- the horse so, like, one? Yeah. yeah. So... It's like instead of uh, your body being a horse, it's like your the top of you is a horse, <laughs> or 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 a fish. Or a fish. Um. Oh, that's a tough one. I mean, if it was if it wasn't reverse, I'd obviously pick mermaid. But I feel like if it's the reverse, and I'd, I'd probably go with the centaur. And I don't really know what the reason for that is, other than the the, the reason that fish creep me out. <laughs> Like if ever oh, yeah. if I go to a restaurant and and it's and they're serving me fish, but it's like I have to ask if like it's a full fish with a face on it because if the face is on it, I can't eat it. Like it just I don't know fish freak. Yeah, me I out. know what you mean. So if my face was a fish yeah. face, I don't think I'd be down with that. I don't think I'd be able to look at myself. It'd be it really scare me. <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm just think of it like physically how it would work. It seems like having a horse top, but it's not. I think it wouldn't just be, you know, if you're thinking about it like a centaur, it's like the whole upper torso of a person sticking out where the head horse, the horse's head should yeah. be. So it's like it would be the whole top of a horse sticking out of where your head is. And that just seems like how would you like balance or like stand and walk and stuff? That just seems like it would be real difficult. Well, doesn't Bojack the horse Probably your back would hurt okay? a lot, Like too. what about that cartoon? Doesn't he like... He's well, yeah, but he's just it. a horse. He, <laughs> he, is. he doesn't have a human body. He's just like a horse that walks on his hind legs or oh, something. Oh, I thought he, I thought he had male. I thought he had human legs. Okay, I could be wrong. Well, for- oh, maybe he does. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I haven't seen all of that show. Yeah, it's a tricky one. But the thing about functionality, being a- like it would be, you know, the fish thing, you'd be able to like breathe underwater and like. And yeah, swim that's what and, I'm talking and that about. That would be awesome. I mean. But- what if that was ended up being like your superpower in the Marvel universe? <laughs> you were just like fish woman, and you could just. But unfortunately, you were like one of the lesser known superheroes who's just because like because I scared the shit yeah, out of everybody because I was so fucking scary. That's like. right. <laughs> yeah. That's true. But you could like go 
go hang out with Namor or whatever. Yeah, well, you know, it could probably save more lives being the reverse mermaid. But, you know, I, I think it would it would take a, I mean, but I guess if I was born that way, I'd be OK with it. I probably wouldn't be scared of it. So maybe I'll change my answer. But oh, my God. Yeah, you were, you could overcome your fear. Could overcome my fear. But to be honest, like fish faces. No, no, no. Like if, like if anyone ever really wants to scare the shit out of me, like show me a fish face and I'm like, I'm done. Like it is fucking terrifying to me. <laughs> and yeah, here that's I am right. announcing this on a podcast telling everybody how to creep me out or play a really good tour prank on me. But yeah, when it comes to like. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Please don't do that. Don't like fish up my dressing room or something or my like tour van. Yeah, that would stuff. be real fucked up if somebody did that. <laughs> well, and then like this, you can never get rid of that smell either. Like it just, it would haunt me. Like I would have nightmares about fish yeah. forever. So yeah, Ugh, don't do that. It's troll. <laughs> but I, I do love to eat fish. I though. do like to eat fish too. Yes, Which, I do. As long as it doesn't tacos. have a big face on it. Oh, fish tacos. That's life. Tacos are like, I yeah. would just live on tacos all the time if I could. Oh, yeah, me too. You know what? I live in Germany. They ain't got tacos here. Okay, well, next time I see you and we're like, even if we're like down in California or even in Toronto, we'll go for tacos because there's some real good fucking taco places in, in, in those those areas. As I'm sure you know, you probably go when Hell you come yeah. to America and you come visit every all your buddies, you just go eat tacos all the time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I pretty much eat it at least once a day on tour and uh, whenever I'm back visiting yeah. Yellow in prison. Bring in tacos. Oh, that's nice. I, li- I lived in, in California yeah, for good. a few months in 2016. I think I probably ate tacos like at least six days a week. And I don't regret it at all. Yeah. Like there's this there's this amazing little no, place in, in Hollywood called Guisados. That's amazing. And like even like the twins, they live in the valley. We used to always hit up this little place called Cactus nearby. And like, oh, it's wow. all good. Like it's just tacos on every corner. And that's why I need to live in the States, like just for the tacos. That's my plan. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm going to go get tacos as soon as we're done here, actually. You know what? I'm going to go cruise on down to the taco shop now. You've made me hungry, so. Oh, I'm hungry, too. All right. Well, maybe you got to make mom tacos. You got to, like, you got to. Do they have, like, old El Paso, like, taco shells there? Oh. (laughs) No, they got nothing here. They got nothing. They got wraps. No, they got nothing. I got to figure it out. It's like, I don't know. Maybe I'll just make my own somehow. Well, You need that Nahara. Or whatever. Let me know. I'll send you a taco care package if you need one. We got all the good stuff here. You'd probably have to buy your own meat, but I could send you all the taco shells and all the stuff you can't get here. You'd be able to figure it out. They actually just got they actually just got Taco Bell in the UK. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm excited for that. (laughs) Hey, it's good enough for me right now. If you have limited taco options, I guess so. But anytime I eat Taco Bell, I I swear to God I'm sick for three days afterwards. No offense, Taco Bell, but just doesn't agree with my body. I'm not yeah, you know I don't like fast food in general, but I'll eat some Taco Bell. Yeah. Okay. If I'm if I'm real drunk, That's if I've I had say. my if I've had a good amount of Jameson and I'm like driving home after a gig where I'm like on you know you're on that you've got that the equivalent of the runner's high the post gig high where you're just like you're feeling good and you can do it yeah, all yeah. then I will occasionally entertain Taco Bell. It may happen tonight on my way home from Barry, so you know I shouldn't I shouldn't knock <laughs> Taco Bell too hard. Get the good tacos before the show. And then and the, the crummy tacos Taco Bell after. On the way yeah, home. you're gonna be hungover anyway, so you yeah. won't know whether it was the tacos or the Jameson that made you feel shitty. So that's the trick. That's right. You don't know who to blame. And it was definitely both. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, I will let you go and you get onto your uh, awesome show tonight. And my taco and excursion. I hope you and your taco excursion. <laughs> yes, I will go on an excursion myself. 
unfortunately it will not involve tacos, mm-hmm. but hopefully I will, you know, stay out of yes, jail. Yes, try to stay out of jail, at least until you finish your, your next little European tour. It's a good plan. Yeah. I'm going to try to do yeah, that. Because we already got purple Sounds subbing in, me. so I don't know who's going to fill in for you. It might be me. I might yeah, we're going to run out of colors. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> do you play bass? Oh, you wait. No, guitar. I play guitar. <laughs> I'm like, that's right. I do play guitar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, Excellent. Perfect. So I. Well, maybe uh, we got your number. Okay, so you uh, if anything happens to me, we'll call Sounds you. Good. you. Wait, but how high can you kick? I can kick pretty high. I mean, you might have me yeah. beat by like an inch or so, but I, I, I mean, I'll start. I'll go do some stretches. I'll, I'll, I'll keep up with the yoga. It's almost. I was gonna say it's almost more important than playing guitar. Okay. But it, it, it actually is definitely more important than playing guitar. My, to fill my okay, shoes. Okay, well, I'll go practice my yeah. kicks then, just in case you guys call me up out of the minor leagues. All okay. right, sounds good. <laughs> Thanks for chatting. All with right, me. have a good show. Thanks. Yeah, thank you for being on it on the cast, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you All soon. All right, thank you so much. And that's it for the Intruder Green podcast. Uh, thanks again to Amy for uh, being on it, and I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, if you, again, if you want to support us, you can get on to patreoncom Green. I uh, would love uh, to hear from anybody on social medias as well, with the Twitter or the Instagram. You know, Instagram is real cool. We just reached 5,000 followers on there, so I'm hoping that I can blow it up a little more. You know what I mean? All right. Um, yeah, you, you, again, you can call in at 608-535-9608. And I will say, as far as the Patreon goes, I got to set up, uh, I think I'm going to set up a goal. Let's say, uh, you know, if we reach like $500 a month, <laughs> it's a long way to go, uh, but uh, if we reach that, I will make an account on every uh, social media or dating platform I mentioned on the show. Uh, you know, that's the thing I do at the beginning, where I'm from, you know, uh, some kind of music theme thing, some kind of prison theme thing, and then some kind of social thing. Uh, so yeah, I think that could be a fun thing to do. Uh, it might be impossible, but we'll find out if we reach at 500 bucks a month. Got a long way to go, so get the word out, people. All right. The Intruder Green Podcast is produced by Colin Bennett, hair and makeup by Genevieve Smith, set design by Dylan Raymer, catering by Matthew Hendershot, lighting by Squeak Lights, Rahway, New Jersey. Our theme song is Particles by Tightthroats. If someone spoke to you the way you speak to you, I'd kick their teeth through. Love yourself. Ah, oh, there you are. <laughs> there you are. Okay. Did your computer get too hot or something? I don't know what happened. I was like, it just said call failed, and then it just kind of stopped working. But at least I'm, I'm still oh, rolling. Oh, yeah, the here, internet, so you know. Damn internet. You guys got to break into some sort of facility and make the internets work a little better. That's your next task. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say we should break into a facility and steal some, like, supercomputers. Oh, that, that'd be cool. That's what but, I need. Yeah. Yeah, supercomputer would be great, too. A better computer. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like a... Like a iMac or something. Like an iMac, yeah. Yeah. That's true. I could yeah. use a better one too. Pick me up one while you're at it. <laughs>